how would you like to colonize space, dear? Colony in space. Colony in space. Pigs in space? Pigs in space. Alright, what happens in Colony of Space, dear? Do I have to? Yes, that's the entire premise and point of this podcast, dear. Fine. I guess. Um, we see the Council of Time Lords looking at a planet and talking about the Master and how he stole something. And they want to use the Doctor to find out if the Master uh, took the thing that he shouldn't have. And they're going to give him his freedom back, quote-unquote, in order to do so. Wow. Big, big jumps here. And the Doctor and the Brigadier and Joe are hanging out, and there's a phone call for the Brigadier that he's like, hey, someone's here that might know where the Master is. And apparently the Doctor made an... Okay. Apparently the doctor made an entirely new haircut that will get him out of here? Circuit. Circuit. I said, I meant circuit. Not haircut. Hold on. Uh Uh-huh. Haircut. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And then Joe finally gets to go in the TARDIS, look around, and she's like, wow, it's bigger on the inside. And he's like, yeah, it's this. And he's like, what does that mean? He's like, that means it's bigger on the inside. And they put the circuit in the console. Door closes. That's weird. And then the TARDIS is taking off by, like, remote control. Huh. The Brig watches the TARDIS poof away, and he's like, the Master was a dead end, and he's like, hey, Doctor, come back right this second. And Joe doesn't really understand what's going on. They have some time before they land on a planet that they see. Uh, meanwhile, we see a mining robot is scanning the ground, and the TARDIS swoops in, and he checks out the atmosphere, and Joe wants to go outside and doesn't understand that they're on another planet, and then she sees outside, she's like, oh, we're on another planet. And they go outside and see this weird plant, and they pick it up. But there's also this weird cabbage diver, scuba diver person outside watching them from very okay. afar. Uh-huh. And uh, yep. let's, let's go up this mountain, even though you're scared, Joe. And there's more cabbage uh, divers everywhere uh, checking the TARDIS. And then they find some buildings over the hill, so let's go look at them. Joe, no, please. Oh, okay, can we look at this rock then? Yeah, sure, says Joe. And then they're at gunpoint. And then then we see a group of people arguing about the wild things around them and giant lizards. And the doctor is brought in by the gunman. And the leader's like, what? You're here for our minerals. And he's like, no, I'm not. Uh, You're a, a mining operation. And he's like, no, I'm not. And they're going to stay the night and have dinner with them. How nice. And the doctor stares at some crop records and he's like, hey, why are your crops all fucky? And he's like, uh, "Don't I'm angry at you for talking about this. Uh, but here's the thing. You're going to starve soon. So you need to maybe talk about this. Uh, meanwhile, the TARDIS is knocked over and dragged away by some cabbages. And Joe and them are all getting a nice dinner of beans. And a group, Aww. the group goes monster. The other parts of the group goes monster hunting for that lizard that they were talking about. And then Joe meets a girl who's like, "I left in twenty four seventy one." And she's like, "Oh, I see. That makes the perfect amount of sense." And then they're friends. And then a couple is seen outside talking about how the crops won't grow and they might all die. And there's some roaring in the distance. And we look outside Rawr. to see a giant, perfectly made iguana. It's a real life giant <gasps> iguana. Giant iguana. Uh, no. Uh, uh-huh. 
and then they call for help and shoot at it. But then the woman sees something else and come into the door, and she's scared about it. And then the doctor is seen talking with Ash about crops and things, and Joe and the other girl go rush in and go, There's a lizard! Send help! And apparently there originally seemed to be no animals or insects here, which is weird. And then also that wife and husband are now dead. But then the doctor goes, look at here, look here at this. It couldn't have fit through this door. Why would there have been a giant lizard? And we go back into Earth. We should, there's a bunch of arguments and things happening about if the settlers should go back to Earth or not. And the doctor comes up and goes, hey, I can help. And he mentions, uh, it's time to fight back. They need to give it a real try. But then the patrol comes in and they found this guy wandering around. He mentions he was in a colony a long way from here, but he's been wandering for months and the colonists are dead from lizards. And we also see a cabbage man looking around a, the dismantled building. But apparently they're friends because when the doctor comes in, they're like going to attack him, but then they don't. And he, Ash asks them to leave because they can't take their things. And he leaves the doctor alone in the house and heads back. So the doctor's now alone. And then a robot is here and is trying to kill him. It succeeds. <gasps> oh. And then Doctor Who was over for forever. Yep. The end. That's the end of the podcast. Ooh. Anyway, that's the episode. So, uh, the iguana. It was pre-filmed specially for this story. It wasn't stock footage. Uh, it was on loan from London Zoo. Uh, by all accounts, it was an unwilling TV star, and uh, jokingly, the the book says perhaps it had the same agent as the frog from the previous story. Um, some of the junk in the holding cell within the city has been seen before, like a, a lot of reused assets in this, essentially. Um, yeah, apparently the uh, iguana was not very happy uh, and not very cooperative when it came to filming a lot of what goes on in this. Shocking. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, um, there's not actually a lot with this episode. Um, it's, it's kind of an episode where there's like only a few fun facts about it. And one of them is just fucking production fell apart in not really fell apart, but production was, uh, delayed quite a bit because of, um, the Do quarry that they're filming in. Oh. No, not the quarry. Not the, the iguana, the quarry. The quarry they're filming in, um, uh, it unfortunately uh, succumbed to the same terrible weather that uh, plagued the previous episode, because they were filmed pretty close together. Um, and so it kind of made uh, it a lot muddier and made the vehicles that they had a little bit oofier, but we'll get to that. Um, what happens in the next episode, dear? Uh, a man apparently was controlling the robot, and he calls the robot really stupid and asks what happened. And he's like, "Uh, well, they haven't been colonized. They're 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 not a colony. He's a mining corporation, and he thinks the colonists are in trouble. And he asks the doctor if he's gonna come with them, and he's like, "No, you're coming with me. You're a hostage. So we gotta go." And the guy is also kind of weirded out that colonists died, so that's something. And he's wondering what the other people uh, here also said. He was wondering... The guy who was wondering says the other people here also killed his friends, so everyone still wants to leave. 
but a cabbage walks in and draw and he, the guy who's a wanderer draws a gun on him and everyone is super angry and they are like we don't feed the cabbages we don't want to feed the cabbages and we don't want to play nice with them and the leader goes i'm the fucking leader so fuck off and he feeds them and a doctor the doctor and the mining guy are driving and they find that the tardis is gone uh before we cut to the mining ship the planet is apparently huge and full of rare minerals and they need to deal with that. So why was it for colonization? That's weird. And apparently also they were lying about how long they were here, but the colonists don't need to know that. And then the doctor turns up and then he turns on an entertainment machine in the room he's put in and it's all just war and shit. And then a guy goes up and says, hey, you killed these people. So, what the fuck? You weren't supposed to do that. Uh, but if you look at their report, we'll be rich, so don't worry about it. So let's go talk to the doctor. And then we find out that Earth is running out of living space, and mining leader walks in and he's like, hey, stop watching TV. Leader goes, you shouldn't be leaving. You should be leaving. You can't colonize here. Something, something, capitalism, bad. And then the doctor asks about his TARDIS, and he's like, wait here, we'll try to find it. And instead, they think he's from Earth, and he's coming to check on them, so they should kill him. Uh, sure, whatever. The doctor is told there's going to be a meeting arranged, so let's go together. By the way, can I see the dome that you saw? That's interesting. On the way there, they're stopped by cabbages, <laughs> and the doctor has a spear fight with them. And Joe and Mary are making food, and the doctor's still missing, and she wonders where he is. And they show the wandering man going around the place, and he also finds out that they only have one electrician here. So, wow, hope nothing bad happens to him. And then he fucking dies. <laughs> and he gets killed by the wandering guy. And he blames the cabbage, of course. He also destroyed the relay circuits, and no one can fix them now. Uh, mining leader calls back to Earth and goes, Yo, there's shit here, biggest ever. Come get this crap. It's fucking cash money. And then the original mining guy realizes that they're going to have to kill the doctor and he gets very upset and then stopped when he tries to go help. Meanwhile, the doctor and the murderer guy are driving up. Time to look around this weird house. And the doctor's like, I think this has all been faked. Huh? And then he's like, oh, you don't say like this. And he sticks, he sticks the machine on him. Oh, oh my God. Um. Oh, yeah. So, that guy, Morgan, the security dude, uh, initially the director wanted uh, Morgan to be played by a female actress, but the head of drama serials at BBC believed that a woman in that role would be inappropriate for a family audience, and that, quote, it would be kinky. Um, That's like menstruation. Uh, Honestly, it, it says a lot more about him than it does about, like, the actual role. It's like, if we have a woman in charge that does, like, this violent act, that's, that's, that's utterly kinky. A woman shouldn't be doing those roles. Um, um, at least not, yeah, apparently, not, not outside of the bedroom. Apparently everyone, in, everyone involved was like, fuck, what? <laughs> but they kind of had to... They, they kind of had to comply because they were already kind of in a bit of hot water with the BBC with regards to, like, the level of violence on the show currently. Um, 
they were still a little bit in hot water over it, so they were like, okay, fine, whatever. But she had already been signed to the contract, um, so she still got paid for it, she just didn't have to do the job, because this guy stood in and was like, nope, nope, I'm sexist. Um, also, uh, a really weird thing happens in this, um... Uh, Mary says to her father in, in a scene, don't worry, Jim will fix it. Uh, by pure coincidence, this accidentally name, name drops the title of the BBC show, Jim will fix it, which didn't premiere until 1975. Uh, Jim will fix it starring, um, Jimmy Savile, who, if you've heard of him, um, (laughs) I haven't. Oh, sweet, sweet summer child. Uh, he essentially was one of those uh, beloved British icons, and then after he died, it was discovered he was a horrible, horrible person. Oh, I know who you're talking person. about. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so there's a lot. There's there's a few references to Jim will fix it in Doctor Who. I did not remember this one. Um, there's a few in the '80s specifically. There's like a crossover episode that they did. Um, it's not an official episode, we don't, we're not gonna watch it, don't worry. Wasn't Jim will um, fix it like a kid's show? Yeah, it was essentially like a kid's show where kids could write in and be like, hey Jim, I wanna do this, and Jim would fix it for them, like, one of, um, one of, one of them, which is the Doctor Who one, was that a kid wanted to essentially be on Doctor Who, something like that, it was like he wanted to save alien, an alien civilization or something, so they, they got the, uh, they got the the sixth doctor and who was the doctor at the time and like they did a cute little thing with him and it was uh from <laughs> according to accounts nowadays uh Jimmy Savile was a bit of a prick on set um but you know considering shocking the love around him at the time it's like you don't really say that about someone like that because everyone loves him and then yep anyway <laughs> Yeah, it was completely unintentional. The show didn't exist by then. But I was like, when I heard it, I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what happens in the next episode, dear? Uh, so the doctor kicks away the gun and stops the robot while the guy runs away in fear. So now Wait. the dome only has power enough for a few days. And Joe's like, man, I wish the doctor was here. But then they hear a weird noise and they see the mining ship landing near the colonist dome. There's more arguing about what the planet is for, but then the doctor shows up, and he's like, actually, you tried to kill me, and they're like, sure, we did. Hey, uh, by the way, doctor, could you fix the power heel real quick? We'll find the TARDIS later. He's like, yeah, sure. Um, the Wanderer is, of course, planting seeds and stuff, and lying, of course, to try to cause ultimate absolute chaos, and Joe's like, fuck it, let's check the spaceship, so they do that. And then we also, of course, see the Wanderer messaging the ship, and they're the, he's a spy, of course, because of course. And Joe and the dude are wandering around the ship, and they're all held at gunpoint, and that's fun. And then the Doctor manages to fix the power station, and, the, and notes that the Wanderer looks like he's made it worse, so that's something. Joe is now under arrest, uh, apparently, and the Doctor comes to talk to the mining leader, She's close to some explosives, and they're holding them hostage. Cut to them being held hostage. <laughs> they're in a oh. cabbage dwelling, and now it's time to escape while the doctor tells the colony leader all about it. And Joe uses some grease on the machine to slide her tiny hands out of the handcuffs, and she also gets the other guy out. 
but it triggers the bomb to tell them that he's trying to get away. And the uh, dude is like, hey, go check on them. And he's like, okay, sure. And he gets shot. And uh, the guy that was captured runs away. And Joe is caught by some cabbage guys. Um, and we see him run and hide from guards and try to get back home. He's also shot at. And then he runs into a weird machine doing something over the hill. And then there's some gunshots off screen. And he's dead, I guess. And the original miner guy is like, all right, bye. I'll deal. I dealt with them. And they're like, all right, bye. And apparently he's not dead. He was faking it. And that's interesting. And the guy starts to take care of him. And oh, that's fun. He tells them all about the hostages. And he says, head home. Leave, please. And he's like, no, nah, I don't want to. Back at the dome, he gets back and everyone is doing a fight. And they want to fight the miners instead. So they all ask the other domes to work together. And the doctor's like, can we just talk to Cadwell, please? Cadwell. And they're like, they need his help. It's not going to be a battle. It's going to be a slaughter. Apparently, an adjudicator, a a juror, is being sent. And the main miner, adjudicator, says, the main miner says, bring Joe back or I'll stop mining. And they're like, okay. So some cabbages stop them, throw a spear to the person taking Joe. The doctor can't convince them to not attack the ship. So he needs to help them instead. And so, okay, uh, that guy over there is also bad. Norton's also bad, so uh, deal with that. And the mining leader is trying to talk to security guards, and nothing's getting through. So they try to sneak aboard the ship in guard suits, and the colonists are taking over the entire ship as well. So now the ship is theirs, which is something. But the doctor wants to go and search for Joe. They also find a dead guard, too. And we see Joe is being taken somewhere, and we see a door inside of a rock. That opens up, and Joe goes inside, and Joe's like, gasp! And then that's the episode. Gasp. Oh, gasp. Oh, no, gasp. Um, so, episode two, um, there is the Doctor on the ship, and he watches a, what is a propaganda film made by the company, Interplanetary Mining Corporation, um, as you, it, any astute listeners may have realized, uh, this story was written by M- Malcolm Hulk, who uh, has written stories in the past and has always got a left-leaning uh, stance with his... You um, don't say. <laughs> uh, with, with his stories. For instance, uh, if you've forgotten, he wrote uh, The Faceless Ones with another person. Uh, he wrote, wrote most of the war games. He wrote uh, Doctor Who and the Silurians. Uh, he rewrote a lot of Ambassadors of Death, and he wrote this one, and he writes a few more in the future that we'll get to. Um, and also some scripts that were just completely not produced, because, you know, <laughs> Doctor Who has a hectic schedule when it comes to producing and not producing schedules. Um, so... A lot of this episode is, um, you know, capitalism bad, uh, yeah. which you know I'm I'm not one to be, you know, I'm 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 not a fan of capitalism myself, um, but you don't for a, for say a, for a show in the seventies to be kind of so overtly anti-capitalist. It's like. He, it's like they say in um some of the special features. It's like he 
he completely saw through everything. He knew that it wasn't the governments that controlled everything. It wasn't the people that controlled everything. It was these giant corporations that controlled everything because they had all the money. Um, and that's where a lot of the conflict in this episode and a lot of his episodes comes from. Uh, that borderline class struggle. Um, uh-huh. But, again, Terrence Dix and Barry Letts were like, you know what? You can write whatever you want so long as it's an interesting story and it's got a message. And I mean, boy, howdy, does this one have a message? But, uh, yeah. Anyway, what happens in the next episode, dear? Uh, so the doctor needs to go to the city to take to save Joe, but he might need to buy Joe back. So Ash is like, I'll pay the ransom. Just tell them that. It'll be fine. So another ship lands. It's it's the... And as well as the people on the ship find a video of an iguana that was used to scare everyone. And also a giant claw hand! Whoa! Um... But the adjudicator wants everyone to group up so that he can talk. Yeah, so he can talk to them. Meanwhile, Joe is taken to a person with a very large brain, and it's a very old cabbage. It's kind of cauliflower-like, and the ship is ready to go. And they untie the leader, and one talks about a secret compartment where all their secrets are that also will get them in a lot of trouble. And they're like, "Oh, open that up!" But actually, it's a gun. And then they flip over everything, and of course, the, the situation flips <gasps> over. Uh, the doctor comes Guns. to get Joe. They open the door for him, take him inside, and... Uh, the... Say it. Adjudicator. I don't know why this is such a hard word for you. All words are hard for me. What are you talking about? Adjudicator. Kato. The fucking person is the. It's the master. It's the fucking master. I hate it. I hate <gasps> it. Don't you it's fucking gasp, master? you piece of shit. Fuck off. This is the terrible. Master. Oh my god. So you were <sighs> So, Joe tells the doctor about the leader cauliflower, and the doctor goes, that's weird. Uh, These were advanced beings before, until a big catastrophe changed everything, and now they sacrifice people. And the cauliflower comes in to say hi, and makes a motion towards them, and he's like, alright, sacrifice them. Uh, Bye. And then back at the dome, there's more argument happening, and they're losing, The, the colonists are losing, obviously. And then back at the doctor, he does magician tricks, because of course he fucking does, to distract the cabbage, and then they steal its spear. And they're captured again, of course, and led to a reactor where there is a cauliflower there with a teeny tiny body, asking why the fuck they came here. And they think the doctor is very smart and won't kill him, so that's nice. But also, never return or we're gonna kill you, okay? Bye. Uh, he's like, the doctor goes, huh, that's weird. There's either d- three different races or three mutations of the same race. That's interesting. Meanwhile, the master is talking about how there's an issue with how the planet was s- chosen for both mining and colonization. And then the doctor walks in and the doctor is going to tell them that the master's fake. But then he goes, if you do, I'm going to put you in prison because you're also fake. And then the master, of course, sides with the miners because of course he does. And the one guy that was captured with Joe is like, I want to be imp- independent. Why don't we just attack them and make become an imp- independent republic? And a call comes into the miners and the master's asking to see the captain. 
Apparently it was a fake call, though, and we see uh, the Doctor and Joe listening in on the Master. And the Master really wants to see this ruined city thing and is talking to Ash about it. And the dude catches the Wanderer radioing back, radioing back to the miners, and then there's a scuffle and they break the radio. So he can't talk to him anymore. And then he, like, goes and stands on the stairs waiting for the gunfight, and he's like, It's a trap! And then there's a gunfight, and the master wants to shoot the doctor, and then that was the episode. That's a trap! That's a trap! That's a trap! That's a trap! So, initially, there was meant to be a garden planted outside the dome to sort of show that they're, uh, you know, trying to grow crops and, uh, such, but um, because of the terrible rain that was going on, uh, rain basically completely washed it away, and unfortunately the prop robot that they had uh, was left outside in the rain as well, and because it was, you know, cardboard and plywood, it was completely damaged. Um, unfortunately, the prop robot does not make a return, um, which is, you know, such a shame. Uh, so... <laughs> The buggies that they got instead of actual cars, um, the the BBC had lost an eighty pound deposit on one of them, partly as a result of John Pertwee being rather taken in with them and going on joy rides with them when he wasn't shooting, and partly because of the scene where the rock is pushed downhill as an ambush, uh, it was polystyrene rock, so it's completely fine, but um, uh, it's uh. He spent had a little bit too much fun with it. Speaking of having too much fun on it, uh, reportedly, um, John Pertwee was having a little bit too much fun on set, uh, to the point where um, uh, Barry Letts essentially came up to him and was like, "Listen, um, you, I feel like we're not getting much work done because like everyone's having fun going around and like playing practical jokes and everything," and he sort of just kind of clapped back with just, listen, everyone's here on time, we're actually getting the, the, the work done a lot faster than normal, because everyone's enthusiastic and wanting to work on this, like, it, it, if anything, I think I'm actually helping. Um, which, I mean, one could agree with him, because, uh, you know, happy workers are productive workers, as we all know, in our uh-huh. capitalism classes. Anyway, what happens in the next episode, yeah? Uh, gunfights, and then they take the mining leader hostage, so they win, uh, again. Um, and then they want to send the master back, but he says, I'll help you if you listen to what I say. And the doctor tries to tell them that everything is just a lie, and the master goes, okay, but what about ism? And the master faked being an Egyptian and disguised his TARDIS as the ship. And the doctor still has the key from his TARDIS from before. Like, previous episodes before. And the mining operator calls to Earth to ask about the master. And there's an explosive under his ship, so he really needs to take off, or they're going to explode his ship. And then the Doctor and Joe enter the master's TARDIS, and there's a beeping. And the Doctor's like, oh, there's an alarm beam here. So we crawl under it, and we're good to go. And off the planet, the miner's spaceship is hanging out in orbit. And Earth messages back and says, this is what he looks like. And they're like, wait, the master's an imposter. And Joe and the Doctor find the real Egyptian credentials, so they keep them for later. Uh, they never come back up. But they need to find more stuff. 
So Joe walks out the door and triggers the fucking alarm, of course, which makes the master fill the TARDIS with gas. And the door closes, trapping them inside. The miners have landed again and called their guards together. And the master wakes up the doctor back up in the TARDIS. Joe, too. Uh, why didn't he use lethal gas, though? The master, it's because the master wants the doctor to take him to the city. More arguing about why the colony shouldn't be issued guns, why war is bad. Uh, we also see some men being taken out by the minor guards and they try to steal all the guns back and then there's another gunfight and they take the colony leader hostage and the colony is going to be charged with treason now that they're all captured. Uh, the doctor and the master are headed to the city and Joe is hostage in the, old, the other TARDIS. The doctor drops his TARDIS key though at the door and that's something. <gasps> and then a trial is Ooh. happening by the miners towards the colony and it's a sham fucking trial. They're sentenced to either death or to leave the planet immediately. Um, but then the cabbages drop a huge rock on a car that the doctor is driving, leaving them forced to walk. And then a call is going off for everyone to get into the rocket ship and leave. And then the whole original miner guy, Cadwell, is like, hey, what's up? Uh, I'm going to try to maybe save you because I'm emotional. And then he also brings up to the leader that the spaceship isn't flyable. And the miner leader doesn't care. Just, like, clear the area before it explodes. Um... Cadwell is trying to get into the Master's TARDIS and see the Doctor's key. Uh, getting inside and releasing Joe. Um, the Master is then pushing a button to kill Joe. And that's where the episode ends. So Joe's dead? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we'll go through the last little bits of information that I have here then. Um, uh, working title for this one. Uh, stop me if you think this is a little bit too creative. Uh, its working title was The Colony, or just oh. Colony. Um, yeah, I know, a lot of lot of creative decisions made in that one. Um, uh, also, uh, so the robot that we see throughout this entire episode, or robots, technically, I believe there's two of them, um, originally Malcolm Hulk envisioned them to be more humanoid in shape. Um, but uh, as we'll learn in the future, humanoid robots and Doctor Who do not blend well at all. Um, they, 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 especially prop-wise, they fall apart very, very easily and become awful to work with. Um, so they just went with the bulky sort of um, bulky, blocky, rectangular design instead, which I feel works and is a little bit more industrial. Um, so and. Another thing which is a little tongue-in-cheek reference, uh, when the Brigadier tells the Doctor that they nearly arrested the Spanish Ambassador, mistaking him for the Master in the first episode, uh, that's actually a little bit of an in-joke to the fact that Roger DeGaldo, uh, before uh, playing the Master, had previously played Mendoza, the Spanish envoy to the court of Elizabeth I in Sir Francis Drake. Um, don't know why they made that little tongue-in-cheek reference, but I guess they were just, you know in the mood to... They, they probably wanted to say something and then someone piped up with, oh, what if we say, like, making a joking reference to a previous role of his? Uh, and so they did. Um, but yeah, what, 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 uh... There's one episode left here. Um, I'm sure everything falls apart in the final episode, right? Obviously. Everybody dies. Oh, okay, cool. Hmm? Um, so... Joe has gotten out in time, which is great. 
while the doctor and master uh, are taken around back to the original cell that the doctor and Joe were in. And the master's like, wait, hold on. I'm here to help you. Can't I help you? And then they just kind of walk away. And the doctor's like, hey, look at this weird thing. They apparently sacrifice people. Huh, ain't that weird? And he goes, ah, fuck, I might have fucked up. And Joe is waiting with Caldwell to save her, but more arguing and bullshit. And he hides her underneath a blanket in a car and drives away. Um, originally, the cabbages made a whole super race, apparently. And they also made a doomsday weapon. And the master seems to have forgotten that whole sacrifice thing. And he's wanting to use the doomsday weapon. And he's going to drop a gas canister and the doctor should just hold his breath while they run away. And then the colony leader says, what if we just don't leave to the mine leader? And they're like, well, we'll shoot you if you try to leave the ship. Like, if you don't take off, like, we're just going to oh. shoot you if you leave the ship. Um, so it's like, all right, fine. Ship's ready to go. Let's go. Let's get on the ship. And But then we see that one guy isn't on the ship. Ooh, he's sneaking around. And he knocks out guards watching the ship. Ooh. And then the minor leader calls up to the colonist ship and he's like, hey, what the fuck is the delay? And he's like, oh, it's just a minor thing. We're fixing it right now and then we'll take off. And he's like, all right, sure. Uh, get out of here. And then the Joe has found Joe has found the doctor's car and we hear a rocket with the colonists take off. And they look up and they go, oh, they made it. And then it explodes. And everybody's dead. Yay! Oh. Yeah. Like, actually dead yeah um, um <laughs> yeah the master and doctor have found the super weapon though and kind and shows him how it kind of works and he's like this weapon could explode the sun fucking everything up doctor don't you want to play with this with me be so fun and then joe is found at the door by a cabbage person but saved moments later by the original miner guy cadwell or Cald caldwell i don't know caldwell. and and then the master asked to rule the universe with the doctor and he's like yeah i don't feel like it and then they need to go find caldwell wherever he went because the minor leader is going to get off scot-free with everything that's happening and the master uh -huh. wants to know why the doctor won't be twins so he's like i'm gonna kill you and then the tiny cauliflower man comes out of the wall and they try to reason with the cauliflower and they find out that the radiation from the weapon killed the entire planet's soil and their race Apparently, like, that's a thing. And then the master goes yes, to kill the cauliflower and his gun poops away. And then the, he's like, hey, doctor, blow up the weapon. And he's like, yeah, sure. Uh, and then they all leave. And Caldwell and Joe catch the master and they keep him captive while everyone runs away very quickly. But then suddenly the minor military is here and taking everyone under arrest. But then suddenly the colonists are here and shooting and there's a gunfight and they win. And then the master also fucking leaves and gets back to his TARDIS, taking off. Uh, but now apparently there's no radiation, so the cop the cro the cover crops will grow and they can colonize the planet. Uh, the ship blew up Yay. because Ash, the leader, took it off alone and then blew it up to save everyone, while the other guy took everybody off the ship and hid them. But then someone calls the doctor, and they're like, "Hey, we found your TARDIS," and they're like, "Sweet," and then. The doctor get in the TARDIS and fucketh off. Uh, Caldwell also fucketh stays off. with the colonists and another real objective is headed to the planet. 
meanwhile, we see the Briggs still sitting there and saying, Doctor, I command you to come back at once. And the TARDIS shoots back in. And he's like, wow, you never get that work TARDIS working properly. You were, only, you were only gone for a few seconds. And Joe's like, wait, let me explain. And the Doctor's like, don't. He won't. He's stupid. Like, don't. And can I just say, I, me and Gam, or at least I had and Gam agreed, the, the headcanon that the, <laughs> the Brigadier was actually just standing there for three or four days, just going, I command you to come back. Doctor, come back. Come back now. Come back, Doctor. I demand you. <laughs> doctor. And just waiting for it to work. Anyway, that's the whole episode. And and that was uh uh that that's that's colony in space. The space was colonized. Um uh weirdly enough, I'm just going to say for some reason they had recorded the two scenes of the Brigadier separately. <laughs> they didn't record them at the same time. Yeah, I noticed if, that. Like it was very differently lit and I don't know. Yeah. It would it, it would have saved them so much time, but oh well, they didn't, and they decided to film them differently. I guess it worked for them. They probably had to rush it anyway. So, colony in space. I don't what know, like did you think? Okay. Was, <laughs> well, it's a lot of drama for the sake of drama. I mean, like I get it. it but there's a lot of shit that I'm just like, this could so easily be dealt with if y'all just fucking it's talk to really, each other. It's not really, though. It's not really, though, because, like, <sighs> they don't want to talk to each other because the company no, no, no. wants the profits no, no, no. and the colony. No, not the miners and the, and the colonists. I'm just talking about, like, the colonists <laughs> together. <laughs> like, there's a lot of situations where they're all just fucking angry with each other and it's just like, just fucking talk to each other. Okay, well, how, okay, so, space stuff, you're not really into. Uh, alien invaders, you're not really into. How about, dear, the occult and biblical implications? Okay, you had me at the first, and then you lost me. How many episodes Next is it? Next episode, The Demons. Five that's episodes a, long. That's a fuck of a title. It's 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 demon spelt the traditional. Uh, I, I think Gaelic is it uh, the A E. Yeah, demons. Yeah, demons. But it's still pronounced demons. Yeah. Um, it uh, this episode has a lot of implications that we're going to get into. A lot of it you're not going to like, but a lot of it I think you might like because it is like a lot of occult shit. Um, a, I like and, occult like, shit. It, I believe there's a lot of information about how they uh, uh, had to be very careful with how they uh, said and and labeled certain things as to not offend religious sensibilities, uh-huh. um, because uh, they yeah they they had to be very careful not to be blasphemous. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, the next episode, the demons. Uh, does a demon show up? I don't know. You'll have to watch and find out. Oh, listen, I don't know. It's up to you. Anyway, next. Goodbye. Bye.